nerds. Welcome to episode 34. Can you believe that? 34 of the bandwagon fan. Man. Um, This is a show we talk about all things pop culture. My name is AJ. And my name is Kate. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about uh, Stranger Things Volume 2. But before we get into like, you know, the the nitty gritty, the, the... the, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. Kate, how was your week? How was my week? Yeah. Well, you know what, AJ? Because we haven't gotten to have a nice little you and me chat in a while. Yeah. I'll share with you something that happened last week. I broke my toe. <gasps> I, I broke my toe. Ouch, 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 yeah. ouch, ouch. How'd you break your toe? I had a board of wood. It's like, it's so clumsy. I feel like when I say this, it's like, I'm like, God, why did you have a board of wood in your closet? <laughs> I had a board of wood in my closet. Just, to, you know, you never know. You might need to do an art project. Yeah. Um, it is from like an old uh, bookshelf that I had and I lost the screws for this shelf. So I just kept the one board of wood that would be a shelf on a bookshelf. And I was moving things around in my closet and forgot about the board of wood. Oh. And it just came crashing down on my toe. Oh, Pain like I've never felt before. I've never broken a bone, so I've finally popped that cherry. You've uh, never broken a bone? No. Never. Oh my goodness. I always what pride a blessed myself. Life. What when a people, blessed life. When uh when people do the <laughs> never have I ever, that was always one of my go-tos. Yeah. Was like, I've never broken a bone. Yeah. Um, but I it, I did get a fracture, I did go to an urgent care. Um, I know. And uh gosh, oh my Which gosh. Toe? Uh, the big toe, the, the oh, big one. Okay, the big one, the big, the big one. one. Um, yeah. But I'm doing well. I am recovering. Um, but I did spend most of this past week pretty, pretty much indoors and not doing much. Um, and then crazy, just side thing. I'm not going to name my company, but my company did a mass layoff. Oh um, no! I know. I'm safe. I'm fine. But okay. it was scary. It was like, oh my god. It, because they kind of said, like, in other words, this is because of the yeah. impending recession. Yeah. Um, so I survived my first pre-recession layoff. Like layoff, yeah. Um, and so that's been my week. Uh, wow. Yeah. How about you? I hope, I hope less stressful than mine. No, I, this is the pain Olympics. I had COVID. Oh, yes, that's right. I, I, I yeah, didn't know I had COVID all week, uh, came back from Florida. And let me tell you, I was masked up. I, I walking around with a ruler didn't matter. Okay. Florida will get through that mask. Florida. Oh my God. I came back and I knew it. I knew, I knew when we touched back down to, to Houston, I'm like, I got COVID. I, I You're can, like, I can Houston, taste it. We have a problem. Yeah, we got a problem. <laughs> no, I, uh, I had COVID. I was in bed all week. No. Um, I still have not tested negative. So my wife will not let me leave the house. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched grass. It's been a miserable miserable week for me what kind of grass uh you know like kentucky bluegrass you know um yeah and then also like to make matters worse uh we have fire ants in our yard oh um so my poor dog got bit a little i think he got bit at least so he's got like don't touch the grass maybe this your wife is protecting you and then there was a um what are those big uh wasps i think they're called like tarantula hawks those like big old like disgusting wasps or whatever it was in our little yeah there there it was like i only know about this because of coyote peterson shout out to coyote peterson if you ever watch his youtube videos mm-hmm. he's a youtuber he gets stung by like every different animal or creature the all around fuck? the world not really but we could talk about it another time anyways it was in my patio thing and i'm like oh i'm not mm-hmm. playing games with it so i had to dispatch it 
using a TikTok uh, technique of getting like soap and water, and then mm. when you throw it in, like on a wasp nest, like oh. the wasps like fall down, which is true that they yeah, do fall, really? and then you just give them the good old curb stomp, and then they're good. Oh my so, god! If anyone has a wasp nest and you don't necessarily have like the spray to deal with that, just uh, soap, soap and water. Dish soap and water, yeah. But make sure you stomp them after they fall, otherwise they will dry off and fly away. So otherwise, you just gave them a bath, and that's yeah. You just gave them a nice little <laughs> bath, exactly. Um, oh yeah, uh, we both so, had bad weeks. Yeah, we both had bad weeks, and not just not just us. Oh but yeah, yeah. Also. People. Yeah, lots of people had bad weeks, including uh, a, a fan favorite from Stranger Things. Um, I keep forgetting his name because I want to call him Eddie Munson. I do this every time. Every um, time. Uh, his, his name is Joseph Quinn. Yay. Thank you. Okay, yes. So uh, Joseph Quinn, I, I don't know if you know, was uh, I guess they're doing some type of like promo in London or like it was like a London Comic-Con type of thing. And, you know... They, if you've ever been to a con, there are sections where, like, you know, actors, writers, whoever can meet up with fans, meet and greet type of thing. And I guess his meet and greet was very popular because, you know, he's, yeah. I think, a fan favorite of the season. And, yeah. uh, you know, he had this very awkward incident where, like, the, the staff there were, like, berating him, you know, telling him, like, you know, hurry the F up, that kind of stuff, and just making him feel bad. And, I, you know, from what's been reported, like his perspective was like he was just trying to make sure he could meet with every fan because they waited and paid to yeah. like meet him. And he's not, I don't know what he's done before Stranger Things. I don't know either. Honestly, that would have been probably some good prep on our end. But yeah, I, think, I don't, I mean, all of them, if you think about it, like almost all of the entire Stranger Things cast, like besides Winona Ryder and maybe like Murray, because I know that, act, that actress in a lot, almost all of them, Stranger Things was really kind of the only thing in their repertoire, you know, yeah. and especially obviously the thing that catapulted them to fame, but yeah, I don't know if, if Joseph Quinn did anything before, but. Oh, he was in game of Thrones apparently, but I, that uh, I definitely don't know. I don't remember. Um, but I, I, I think so sad to hear this though, that like he was being like to, to know that it's like, he's trying to be good to his fans and then yeah. getting in trouble for it. It's yeah. like, also, like, shame what? on those people. You're not supposed like, to yell at the talent yet. You're supposed yeah. to bend over backwards for the talent. Shame, shame, shame at those people. Shame, shame on those people. Shame um, on I, them. I, I don't really understand what was achieved. I guess I, my only assumption, to be quite honest with you, was just like they must have some type of directive from their bosses or whatever that, like, oh, it, you know, this is like, um, this is not to to disparage. Joseph Quinn at all, but they must have some type of directive like, oh, he's not this A-list celebrity. So mm. don't give them, you know, the the, the time of day yes. and that kind of thing. Yes. Um, Which I, we were talking a little bit about that, how it, it kind of gotten the vibe lately that uh, anybody who's not one of the like main original kids from Stranger Things, yeah. those actors just, you know, it's almost like they're told to like sit there, look pretty, don't talk too much. It's, I get this uh, sense that they're like debriefed, you know, like, hey, yeah. this is your 15 minutes of fame, but don't don't get used to it. Sit there, yeah. talk a little bit, but make sure to let Dustin talk and Joe talk. Or well, I think if anything, being on Stranger Things, I, I definitely think we're going to see Joseph Quinn on a lot of things now. So, mm -hmm. uh, hey, stock is up on Joseph Quinn. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Kate, you and I yes. watched uh, volume two of mm-hmm. Stranger Things after watching volume one. Um, you know, I think what we kind of we, we kind of had some theories at the end of uh, volume one. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if they came true or not. Um, <laughs> I don't remember either. I don't remember if they I came have true. No clue what um, I predicted, and it probably didn't even come true, honestly. Yeah, I don't. I and like I think I th- I think our general consensus was oh. I think the only I think the only thing we mm. did for I do remember that we did think that um, uh, the Vecna kept. Um, uh, Nancy alive, yes, for a yes. reason. Which I think we kind of, I think we generally got that right. I had a feeling she wasn't going to die, and I, I, I say had a feeling. I know that she wasn't going to die because when they showed a promo for season for volume two before it even came out, yeah, I saw in a promo clip Nancy in a Nancy, scene, and I'm like, yeah, why would you leave us cliffhanger cliffhanger that like she might be dead, but then in the promo include a scene of her clearly alive so like yeah that, that i thought that was i thought that was kind of dumb mm-hmm. uh, but yeah let's let's jump into this so to yes. um to kind of go through this we, we we're just going to break this up the same way we did for volume one um so we can start with team russia because quite honestly we do not care about team russia not um, really no not team really. russia is comprised of harper joyce yuri murray and dimitri Mm-hmm. Um, and if we remember in volume one, they were finally able to break, um, they were trying they're finally able to, uh, break Harper and Dimitri out of the, the I guess the gulag. That's, That's basically gulag. what it is. Yeah. yeah, the Russian gulag. Gulag. yeah. Um, they, they, they break them out, they reunite. And so this picks up is literally right where that, where that leaves off, where they mm-hmm. escape the prison. They make it back to that weird little town kind of on the outskirts of the prison. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's this, I guess, weird conflict because, you know, the only way they can escape is through Yuri, Mm -hmm. which, as we know, Yuri is not very trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And he's got his, uh, he's got a helicopter that he's very sexual with. Uh, Yeah, very, it's like, it's like, it was like a joke that I'm like, this is not landing. It did not land, yes. (laughs) I thought the same. I was like, I'm sure they're trying to be a little edgy here, but I was like, I just feel gross i feel really yeah. gross <laughs> no i was like this joke is not landing please let it go um yes but yes they need yuri to take him to america and he's in like, a helicopter in a okay. helicopter which okay and yeah. for whatever okay. reason yeah for whatever reason uh harper and joyce were like we gotta Ho- help the kids hopper 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 you're I was right gonna say, I the wrote- first time you said harper i was like okay maybe i just heard it wrong Hopper? Honestly, this part of the story I could give like five shits about. So like, I I, I I was just like, I just need to like, we just need to get through this. Yes. But yeah. Hopper is basically telling oh. Joyce like, we got to go back to, uh, to the to the prison to kill them the the leftover monsters. Yes. They don't really ever explain why he knows that that he he just has this feeling in his gut, I guess, that they need to die. And well, so they. 
they do a phone call. They're able to call to America, you know, but again, there's no chance that they even know they're talking to someone in America yeah. or KGB. Yeah. But somehow they get some kind of message. I mean, well, we do, we do know it's from Dr. Owen's like assistant, I guess. Yes. The, the kids are in trouble, but the, it's like at the same time, that could mean anything. Straws. Yeah, it's, it's grasping, grasping at straws. straws but- um, so yeah, so they, so they break back into the prison and they kill the monsters. That like that's it. Like that's literally it. In fact, I was like, was this whole Russian art just to have Hopper swing a sword at a demogorgon? So. I'm like, that's really dumb. So there's that. Um, I do have to say, there mm-hmm. was that. There was speaking of other sexual energy. There was some sexual tension between uh, Joyce and Hopper. <laughs> yes, the there scene was. when they're putting on their contraband American clothes. Yeah. And the the filming they had there with the taking yeah. off of pants with the and taking shirts. off. Yeah. 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 I think uh, I was waiting for them to do one of those sneaky things where like they're about to kiss, but then like Yuri walks in and is like, hey, and they don't get to kiss. But I'm really glad the Deffer brothers let it be that Joyce and Hopper finally get to kiss. They finally get to decide yes. Yeah. Leave us alone. Date. Leave yeah. us alone with this. Yeah. But let yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That was the best. To me, that was the most important part of the entire Team Russia was just, is Hopper and Joyce going to finally be together? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. So uh, meanwhile, okay, because remember, all these things are happening concurrently. We have what I like to call Team Rescue Rangers. Yes. Uh, Will, Mike, Argyle, and Jonathan, they're, they're, they're trying to, you know, they they... If you, we remember, they were attacked by, I think, the government, right? The government was yes. looking for Eleven and yes. Volume 1. So they are running away. Yes, they're running away slash looking for Eleven. And mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, there was this whole, we never, I don't think we talked about this in the first episode, but there was this whole, like, stupid side quest where they, they went to Dustin's girlfriend's house and... So lame. So dumb, so stupid, but whatever. They find out Eleven is somewhere in the desert with a, in a military bunker, basically. Mm-hmm. So they are trying to find this bunker. Um, on the way there, you know, Mike and Will have this kind of nice heart-to-heart because, as we know, Will feels neglected, right? Mm-hmm. And Mike is uh, trying to kind of come to terms with just, like, his relationship with Eleven because, mm-hmm. you know, Eleven's a superhero, and I'm, he doesn't... I'm- the last time they saw each other, she was pretty pissed at him. She said, Yeah, she was mad. She was really mad. I mean, the man cannot seem to say the words, I love you, or even just express his feelings, it seems. And yeah, we realized that Mike is super struggling with a lot internally. Yes, yes, he is. And the uh the 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 the, the conversation is just basically Will telling Mike, like, you know, Mike, we all need you because you know, you're kind of like the heart of our team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, without that, we're nothing. And it was almost like a confession from Will's perspective. Oh, yes. Like, I need you. You know what I mean? And he's speaking um oh, it was heartbreaking seriously about 11 and mike but it's really about him and mike and, mm-hmm. and i think and then you know jonathan sees that and then jonathan and will also have a heart-to-heart later mm-hmm. um as well I, I just thought it was weird that they just never really came out to say he was gay yes. i don't understand but why in terms of you and i filming or sorry i would say filming recording this podcast right now as of i think yesterday noah schnapp yeah. the actor who plays will did confirm will is gay yeah so if you didn't pick that up then you might be a little i don't know yeah. too right to see yeah a little too lost <laughs> to not notice that but 
I don't know. I don't know if you what you thought of that. I thought it was really emotional. I don't. I don't really know how I feel about Noah Schnapp as a person, the actor. Yeah. But the way he played Will this season, and the, it's just like every episode, you could tell he is like really struggling inside with his own issues too of of feelings for his friend that he's like you know, he's clearly got feelings for Mike. And I liked too that Jonathan, the older brother, picked up on those things, you know, because yeah. I feel like Jonathan's character didn't really get much action this year this whole season there wasn't a lot for him to do and, and i think that is one of like the, the the only like complaints i will have of this season mm. is that we we, we kind of got to pare down the characters we got yes. too many cooks in the kitchen too many cooks in the too kitchen too many cooks in the kitchen uh it's cool that we have like these like cool sub teams but now it's getting to the point where when, you're having to like yeah. literally kind of write out Certain characters. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan was relegated to just be the driver. He was he the just driver. played the yeah. pizza truck driver. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And Argyle was the comedic relief, and then yes. you get the drama in the backseat. Res- Rescue Rangers. Um, yes. So like, uh, yeah. So they find Eleven. In we'll get to that later. But they find Eleven and they 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 rescue her uh, in the middle of a, con- a conflict with the with the military. Which also I love how we never really know like what branch of the mill it's just yes. the military it's it's all of them um they uh they then need to take a, they, they they they're trying to get back home they can't get back home because they're broke and they can't get back to hawkins so and they quickly, need in a quick time quickly, no flights yeah. available yeah no yeah. flights available um so the rescue rangers uh, go to the pizza sh- the pizza chain that Argyle works in. It's essentially their version of Did you of pizza see that hunt. one coming? Did you see, like, the moment that they said we need, like, a tub or a tank? My brain immediately was like, pizza shop. They're going to go to a pizza shop. I, I didn't I didn't think about it until, like, I, didn't, I never thought about it because in my mind, I didn't get that they were trying to find an immersion tank for her. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, 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 they were just like, we need a lot of salt. I thought, yeah. you know what I mean? So... I you know, my they, brain, they were like, we need a lot of salt. And then my brain, I don't know if it's because I love to eat, but my first thought was <laughs> pizza dough. We need pizza salt dough. for pizza yeah, that's dough. True. They couldn't that's go true. to the pizza shop. So they go to the pizza shop and they, you know, they bake a ghetto immersion tank, really. That's what they do. I mean, they just, that's what it is. I mean, they they, they make a ghetto immersion tank for 11 to do her 11ing. And uh, yeah, that's basically what they're there for. They're just Elle's support team, you know? Yes. And, and honestly, yeah, by the time we get to the very last episode, they not much else has happened. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bulk of what happens in this this volume happens in Hawkins. Mm-hmm. I really um, think Rescue Rangers, If in regards to all the teams we're going to go through, mm-hmm. now that we've just talked them out, it's giving me the perspective to go, oh, they kind of had like the least interesting mission, had mm-hmm. the least amount of screen time. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, it's it's the, the the kitchen is too full of cooks now. Too many cooks. Yeah. They they literally I mean, for crying out loud, they were in a they were the only people I mean, they were in a different state, you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. didn't really serve any other purpose other than to just be there with eleven, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't know. It is what it is. Um we now mm-hmm. move on to Team Hawkins. Yes. And this is where like the bulk of the story goes. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 they kind of put together Vecna's plan, and they kind of realize like he's opening holes mm-hmm. into. Uh, I'm sorry, yes. gates. He's opening gates. Thank They're you. Be yes. gates, gates the... or holes. Yeah, into the real world from the upside down. 
Uh, I do, I'm a little hazy. I kind of forget on how they kind of correlate that to deaths. Um, I think maybe just Dustin is really smart. Um, There's a few times, honestly, in especially in season four, where sometimes the kids found out something, they, they figured out a plan or they figure out what was going to happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Almost like too easily. I'm like, yes, I'm like, you no guys resistance. are teenagers and you guys just figured out something so complex. Yes. It's like, I'm like, I understand you've been through a lot. Okay. This is your fourth year of craziness in your lives, but. I don't know. Sometimes it just felt a little too easy how they just they just. I think it. I remember now. I think Vec, doesn't Vecna tell Nancy? He gives Nancy uh, visions. The I mean, visions. he gives her visions, and at the time, I thought they were just visions. But then, yeah. because what happens comes true, I'm like, yeah. okay, visions of the future, which later we can talk about. But I have a theory that maybe Vecna has the power of, you know, foresight. Foresight, yeah, future telling, you know. Yeah. Well, they 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 figure out his plan, so their plan is to stop him by going into the upside down while he's trying to vecna someone. While he's and in his uh, vampire coffin sleeping vampire, and gathering yeah. energy. <laughs> his Nosferatu uh He's uh, brooding. Uh, <laughs> he's uh yeah, they they're going to go into the upside down, which to be quite honest with you, Horrible plan. Very, very, very bad plan. Um, I I don't really understand why they thought it would work, but the the idea was we, if we have him distracted, that we can kill the the, the corporeal form of him. It was cocky teenager energy. It was cocky super energy. Yes. Also, there was a line that Robin said that they're like prepping their weapons, they're making their Molotov cocktails. And Robin says this line like, I just have this feeling that for the first time, I don't think things are going to work out this time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, thanks. Thanks for giving us that. You that's basically just told us that yeah, things are some not going to work out. So Max, Lucas, and Lucas's sister, Erica, are going to stay in the upside down, or excuse me, in the real world to essentially be the, the bait, mm-hmm. while the rest of the kids are going to be uh, jumping the upside down, but then Eddie and Dustin were also going to be but a distraction. Maybe yes, 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 because everything in the upside down is tethered. So mm-hmm. the idea is that like they could distract Vecna by literally pulling the attention away with Dustin and Eddie. Uh, and I thought that was a really cool scene. You know, the, their plan was um, to essentially they, they had Eddie play some 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 Metallica. heavy metal. Metallica. Played, uh, yeah. Master of yeah. Puppets. Yes. Master of Puppets. Yeah. He played Master of Puppets on top of the, uh, on top of his, his, trailer. his trailer home. Yeah. Which was a cool scene. It was really cool. Um, while uh, Nancy, Steve, and Robin literally sn- like sneak into the house to try to try to kill mm-hmm. Vecna. Um, so, I mean, that's really the extent of the plan. Um, obviously, it doesn't work. Um yes. You, you know, think it works. Uh, they do the thing where you, you think it works, but then something goes wrong. Yeah, so a, a kind of a series of things go wrong. So yes. uh, essentially, you know, Max being in the... Uh, I, I, and they don't really explain how, but like when, when Max is trying to confront Vecna, she, I guess, kind of figures out that if she thinks of a, of a, a happy time, I guess you can say that, or like mm-hmm. the, or a time that she... Like a good memory, basically, mm-hmm. that she can jump out of wherever Vecna tried to pull her. Or at least that, that yes. I think that was the idea. Yes. But yeah. to bait him kind of in like a, um, to 
because that's the thing. It's like you've got the team that's doing the physical, you know, attack on Vecna, but she's mm-hmm. going to try to do the mental. She's trying to lure him in, and it's like she has to think negative thoughts at first. She has to start talking yes. the script. And at first, I was like, Vecna seems too smart to fall for this because she starts talking. Yeah, out loud. I thought that too. I thought so too. I'm like, this and man, then you fell for it. I'm like, what? Fell for it. I'm I like, know. come on, dude. It felt kind of silly because <laughs> because she's all like, you're right, Vecna. Life does suck and i'm a loser like she's like starts doing her like monologue and yeah. i'm like this feels so fake i'm like if i was vecna i'd be like uh this I was like, like whoa I'm dude like, if vecna can sense real hearty depression and trauma yeah and, and leech onto that wait, this is so like I'm this like, is so fake and so contrived fake. i know i know um and then uh and then also um I think we forgot, to, or I, I, we can also mention here that while she's in the the trance, you know, mm-hmm. trying to you know distract Vecna, uh, the I don't remember his name, but the white kid, the angry white kid, oh, the Jason. angry white jo- Jason, yeah, yes, I didn't the know jo- his name for the longest time, and then I had to make myself learn it because I, just, yeah, I kept calling him Tyler Drake Spencer. What I was like, I was like, I was thinking <laughs> oh, of every frat boy name, yeah, <laughs> but I yeah, he. One of them. Shows up for no reason, and I just wanted to bring it up because I, I kept telling my wife, I'm like, this fight between him and Dustin feels very uh, racially Lucas. motivated. Yes, oh, excuse me, Lucas, Lucas yeah, uh, oh, feels yes. very like racially motivated. I was like, it feels very weird. So I don't know racially why. motivated. Oh, why? He though. had he you had KKK energy. He had. He had toxic white man energy. <laughs> I was like, Lucas is just hanging out, and then all of a sudden, like, I don't know the yeah. optics. I'm not saying. It is or is. I'm just saying the optics of it just felt oh, weird. Yes, um, 100%. My friends I was watching it with, all of us were going, does this feel like a race? This is a race thing. Yeah. Like, this is not just like a, like, Jason's not just Fighting mad at Lucas. a white woman. I'm like, this yeah. is all kind of just, okay. Um, but yes. Uh, and then uh, uh, it, back in the Upside Down, the, 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 the plan to distract works with the bats. They're distracting the bats. Unfortunately, though, the bats kind of overwhelm Dustin and Eddie. Um, mm-hmm. They try to escape back into the real world. Eddie, oh, Eddie, doing a hero to, move. Yeah, he wants to. Be, he, he not wants to, but he decides to be a hero this time. Tries to pull the bats away from the from Dustin um, in the in the trailer. Severing home. the connection, they had that yeah. little rope yes. that connected them. That connected them. Yeah, and he he cut the rope and then ran out, uh, ran away, tried to lead Ooh. them away from there. And then tries to have his final stand moment, and unfortunately, he gets taken out by the bats, and oh, uh, he, he dies. Was breaking. Yeah, I was, that was a sad moment. I don't know why. It's like it's funny because he is just this like character just for this season. You know, it's yeah. like okay, they kill him. I get it, but uh, they because they did that too in season two with Bob Newby, you know, and then yes. they did that with Max's brother in season three. But mm-hmm. and and Bob's death, I think, was sad. But something about Eddie Eddie's death, it was like. Because you didn't want to see him go. You don't want to see him go. And then it was like, you know, there's a scene where before they split up, Steve is saying to Dustin and and Eddie, you know, just be careful, be safe. And then Eddie's like, don't worry, Steve. Like, we're not heroes. We're losers. You're a hero. We're not going to do anything crazy. And then it's like Eddie kind of steps up and it's like watching the kid who's getting bullied in school finally realize that you have strength within yourself and that you, yeah. you can fight back and you are strong and anyone can be a hero. And I don't know, that just 
I, was I wish he didn't die. Sobbing. I yeah. I yeah. Really I wish. I wish his character didn't die. It was. It was really frustrating. I mean, it was kind of. I thought about it later, kind of for nothing, because those bats could have flown mm-hmm. back to Steve and Nancy, but mm-hmm. they were already chained up to the wall with the vines. Yeah. And, you know, and then I. But thought, he didn't know that. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't have known that. So it makes sense. Too. He never. Yeah, he would have never known that him staying to fight those bats was kind of pointless. Right. Um, and then, and like you said, you brought up Nancy, Robin, and uh, Steve. They do get caught in the in the in the tentacles within the house. Yes. And then, and so it, it's all looking to gloom and doom. So then we're gonna like we're gonna like side hop here yep. and talk about the last and most important part because it kind of brings all that together. Eleven. Which, like, um, every season, I actually think yeah. every season is, it all comes back to Eleven. Yeah, she's the, every season. She's the secret weapon. She's the weapon every season. Yeah. Which, I'm not um, sick of it, but it's, like, you can kind of predict. It's, like, it's always going to come down to Eleven. I And I think it's partially because, like, Eleven is is growing as a person because she's been used as a tool for so long. So, yes. you kind of, she already knows how to be the tool. She's trying to learn how to be a person. You know yes. what I mean? yes. And have agency. And, um, yes. And so Eleven, now knowing who Vecna is, realizes she has to stop him and has this like Luke Skywalker moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like, uh, uh, in the first episode of volume two, we get a very long moment with, with, with Papa. Oh, yes. Uh, Papa is, um, he, he, she, he feels like Eleven's not ready. Mm-hmm. And so he tries to like dissuade her, try to talk her out of it. And Eleven's like, I got to go. And Papa turns, turns the switch. And, goes, and he's I'm like, not you're okay not going anywhere. That. Yeah. Yep. That um, man has such control issues. Oh my God. He is. I think of all the characters, he drives me the most crazy because it's like this man, he likes to give his little speeches, you know, to uplift people. Very and then, biased. And then the second he doesn't get his way, he he is the little child with a tantrum. Yeah. He's yeah. horrible. So he drugs Eleven, and when he puts this, like, uh, inhibitor on her, like, almost immediately the military shows up, and they... To come kill Eleven. To come kill her. And so he... They, they, they both escape, and, you know, the military, they think Eleven's the one doing the murders in Hawkins, so they they or no I, I take that back they think she's the reason why they're happening but they know like she's not directly tied to it mm-hmm. but they think like she's like the catalyst for it so and they think um, that killing her is gonna make everything better and everything all our better will go away not explain why whatever um so they uh there's like a standoff outside the military base with a sniper on a helicopter sniper like lights up papa rip yes. And Eleven um, goes like uh, Star Killer, if you guys know from Star Wars, and literally pulls the helicopter down um, in an epic fashion. Yes, um, which oh, was I thought that was a cool they, scene. I thought it was a cool scene too. But when they were showing the military driving through the desert on their way there with this helicopter in the sky, my yeah. friends and I, first thing we see the helicopter, we go. Eleven's gonna blow that thing yeah, up. She's, she's gonna, gonna, like, gonna blow, blow it up. up. Yeah, and which then, also doesn't really help her case either. When they're like, she's gonna kill people, and, and she then immediately she like, does. yeah. It's funny because so, I feel like she doesn't want to kill people. And I actually thought when she brought the helicopter down, I was like, are these her first official murders? I'm like, is this? Is this? Were those two guys on helicopter so the first kills? You can make a strong argument that it's just self defense because. Yes. It is. They're, I mean, they're literally aiming a weapon at her. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. is self-defense. Gonna, yeah. So, yeah. 
So I don't mind. I, no, I support it. I'm like, kill them before Eleven. But I, <laughs> I just remember thinking to myself, I was like, wait, like she's always been so hesitant to kill, you know, like she's yes. like kind of fighter where she'll, she'll get her enemy in the perfect spot where she could do it, but she backs down because she's got a heart. And then when she brought the helicopter down, which I agree with self-defense, I was kind of like, well, in a way, these are her first, this, this maybe are her first yeah. kills. Um, what did you think about Papa's death, by the way? Because I... I partied like it was the best day of my life. I was relieved. I'm like, come on. This like this character is just so unnecessary at this yeah. point. Only was there to kind of show like Eleven's growth. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has this moment where she's like, you know, like it's not like uh it's not this, you know, he doesn't get this, oh, this is why I did all this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get that. Eleven just is like it. he yep. doesn't deserve it. And Eleven kind of gives him the peace sign and is like, hey, yes. well, I'm out, you know, and and I and I kind of felt that's what his purpose was for, which mm-hmm. in that regard is nice, you know, that we see that kind of growth because how many people who have been abused have never been able to kind of sh- literally show their abuser, I, I, I've i grown beyond I'm you, done. you know what I mean? Yes. I'm done with you. Like, that doesn't happen. That's almost a better kind of revenge, I guess you can say, than like- I feel like she got her closure. You know? Yeah, her closure. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's I a good way to put it. I danced on his grave. I danced. <laughs> we laughed. We cheered. We were like, hey, dad. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh. So, um, yes. So, uh, so essentially, you know, Eleven is then rescued by the, 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 the rescue rangers. And that's why she needed the whole immersion tank that we explained mm-hmm. earlier um, so that she can get into the space that my theory is, I think it's like a space between worlds. Um, yeah. She's like in yeah. Max's conscious. And one yeah. of my friends, I forgot that this was what it was called. I didn't even know it had a name, but I guess mm. it's called shadow walking. That's what she was doing. Uh, okay. I don't remember. Yeah. I didn't remember, I didn't remember I just, either, but that's, yeah. that's what I was told when it was happening. Like, She's going to shadow walk. And I was like, okay, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah. So she, she shadow walks and she essentially does a reverse inception where she yes. shadow walks through Max's mind mm-hmm. to essentially reach Vecna. And so yes. when Max is luring Vecna to one of her memories, you know, Eleven shows up in this great moment where she yeets Vecna through a dance yes. floor. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, I wish and, a better song had been playing. I wanted, you know what I wanted? I, I wanted Max because there was that turntable there and there was playing like mm-hmm. the, you know, the police's song, I'll Be Watching You. Mm-hmm. I really wanted Max to like DJ that fight. I was like, that would have been a, funny. I'm like, I wanted a, a dance battle. I was like, dance battle. That would have been that would have been funny. Yeah, Vecna gets yeeted through the through the dance floor, and um and and then there and then it's a it's a quick fight. Um, Vecna fights back. Vecna has some words for Eleven, basically saying, uh, you know, giving her the Darth Vader. You know, we could have could have ruled the galaxy together. Whatever. Um, and then. From there, things get a little dark. Uh, you know, he kind of—I don't—I don't even know how to describe it. Plasters Eleven mm-hmm. to the wall in his like throne world type of thing, and um, then he starts to Vecna Max, mm-hmm. and this is where things kind of take a turn because, yes. unfortunately, he—I mean—he technically kills Max. Yeah, yes. I mean, he, he, technically, he technically kills her, um, and thus, you know opening that last gate into the real world and happens starts the, I don't know what you want to call the apocalypse that he foresaw or he's mm-hmm. trying to come about because I think he's opening a gate for uh, the mind flare. I think that's mm-hmm. essentially what that's supposed to be. And so uh, 11 through 
through through determination and love for That's, whatever reason. And, that- uh, Mike is, by the way, sending out his, I don't know, encouragement. He's giving her like that his pep love. talk. Yeah, he finally yeah. did. I thought it was so funny, too. I'm like, this man can't say I love to you ever. And then the one time when she's basically unconscious, he can say I love you. <laughs> He's like, hey, I hey, I love you, but don't, I don't want anyone to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, you know, he he says I love you. And then she's like, ah, oh, I got my powers back. And for some reason is then able to fight Vecna. But like I said, uh, he he has already, like, broken, I think, all of Max's bones. Mm-hmm. And does that thing to her eyes, so oh. she's like blind. Yes, yes. Um, it's so like her eyes sudden, roll back into her head. Her eyes roll back. Yeah. Um, so then, in the in the real world, both Team Russia kill the. I mean, who cares? And then yeah. uh, the, Team the, Russia. <laughs> the Hawkins kids, they, uh, they they're able to to essentially get free because Eleven has Vecna in some type of hold in his mind. They the kerosene torch. His, his 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 room and they set him close, on fire. Yes, close range shotgun him. Close in the range face. shotgun him. Yeah, I mean they, they whatever whatever it took they they got it. And uh, Vecna is hurt, so then he releases Max, but it the kind of the damage is done. If they don't show um, the body, they're not dead. That's the one thing you've learned. Yeah. If you don't yeah. show the body, if there's no body count, they are still alive. Well, well, he falls out the window. But yes. then when they go outside, the body's gone. So yes. we know he's around and still alive. And then uh, basically from there, you know, you, the, the, the whole squad is reunited in Hawkins. So that, I thought that was a nice moment. Hopper finally able to see Eleven again. I thought that was a nice moment. Um, and then they, you find out Max is in a coma, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe her soul is, you know, yeah. gone. We don't know. Really? We don't but know. We, we don't know what's wrong, but she's she's I mean, in a coma. Can we talk about a little theories, some little side things I've seen about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like in a lot of TV shows and movies, there's that thing about like if somebody dies and you try to bring them back to life, the gods or whatever, the, the, the powers meant to be in the universe that make things work, they're always that always is a bad sign. You know, it's like if someone dies, yeah. they need to stay dead. Or yeah. if or someone else needs to die in their place. You can't can't have someone die and then take it back um and so i've seen people talking about like you know she died which allowed for hawkins to get ruptured yeah if they let her stay alive what does that mean then because it's like if this rupture couldn't have happened without her death but now she's alive you can't unrupture because she's alive and it's like there's this thought too. It's like, okay, well, what if she wakes up, is she even going to be the same person? Is she yeah. a, a vessel for Vecna? Is she going to be kind of like how when Will had the, um, that whatever the tarantula thing was from season two, I can't, the mind flare, the mind flare was the like in flare. Will. Um, and they did that exorcism with him. You know, it's like, is that even if they were, let's say to exercise max, it's like her death was, you know, it's like she still died, you know? And it's like, can she be alive? What's going to happen there? My my theory is basically that her death was part of, or the way she died, is mm. part of why the the events happened. And I, and I think essentially what will happen in the fifth season, my theory is just that her actual death, her like final death, will be the thing that saves them all somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you're right. I don't think she can be alive. And then nothing happened. Like she just can't come back and just yeah. be, you know what I mean? So I, I think her 
I don't know what you call it. Her comatose state mm-hmm. has to do with the state of Hawkins as well. I, I I, that's my theory. I, I think that I think there's there's going to be something that ties that that shadow walking thing. I think there's going to be something that ties that and mm-hmm. the upside down. I think that's all going to correlate somehow. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, when she was suicidal, I think that was her wanting to die because she felt like there was nothing to live for. Mm-hmm. And I think when she does die in the final season, it will be because she's dying for something. Mm. If that makes any sense. Um, Do you think and- that she's going to die, die? You think by season five? I think she's going to die, die. I, I think that, <laughs> I, I, but but I think it's going to be for a reason. Like I, yes. I think it's going to serve some type of purpose, and she's it's going to she's going to have the agency to do that. Mm. That's my theory. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like I. It's so hard sometimes with these shows because you really don't know what way they're going to go. Because I could see that I could see okay, Max mm-hmm. die, but I also know that in volume one, her scene of running up that hill was like so inspiring to fans, you know, because I think it really symbolized beating sure. depression and suicide attempts and beating death when you feel like that's your only option. And I would just be a little shocked if they really do kill Max off because I know that that was such a we'll huge see. scene. That's like, yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm going to share with you before I forget um, something I saw on TikTok that someone brought up a theory mm-hmm. about, because um, it seems like every season there's a new monster, there's a new main character. Yeah. I do think Vecna is still going to be around. But something, there's always these little details in the show that I feel like I am not very good at paying attention to that other people yeah. seem to catch. But do you remember when Will finally shows Mike the picture that he drew? Yes. And it's the, it's the, 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 the like, them fighting the soldiers, like a, a dragon. Yeah. So somebody on TikTok said that they think that dragon that Will drew is going to make an appearance as a literal dragon from the upside down because will ever since what happened in season one to him has always had this connection as well with upside down you know he gets those tingles on his neck and he can sense things and it's like okay he painted this painting but we don't really know was it because maybe he had a vision or dream and he saw this he doesn't know was it it just yeah exactly and and someone was saying too that like in D &D, dragons are a huge part of D &D, dungeons and Mm -hmm. dragons Mm -hmm. and um so i'm really really interested to see if that is going to be something that happens are we going to see an actual dragon and also, I've been thinking, are the original kids, the, the four boys, yeah. going to team back up? Because they've kind of been separated. They've been separated for a, a while. Yeah, and I since think the it's first affecting, season. It's been affecting their relationships, too. Because yeah. this season started with Lucas going on to kind of be the jock. Dustin's yeah. going to be a nerd. Mike's just kind of like free-floating. Will's kind of alone in California. and You know, he's struggling with... They're all going through puberty and, yeah. and things like that. But it's been a long time since we had the four boys close and together. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite theory is Vecna being Eleven's dad. Cause I think there is room for that. The, the timeline for, I mean, he's what? the right age and um, his, he was in the facility and so was Eleven's mother. It's just and, so creepy because all the flashbacks of him, he's like a little boy. So it's hard to imagine uh, this man. Right. But that's the yes. thing. In the, I, I, I don't remember the year. I think it was like the 40s or something like that, like late 40s like or something 50s. like that. I think it was, it was like the 50s. early 50s or something like something that. Like okay. That. Something so in the 50s. The timeline does match up. And especially when you yes. think about the fact that like he's number one, she's 11. Like mm, she's I, one, 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 she's one. Two ones. Yeah, yeah. She's one of one. I don't know. That's all mm. I'm trying to say. Like, well, it's, you know? You, 
So actually, this is very similar to what your conspiracy theory thing is. Someone else said to me that all of the kids from two to 11 and whatever, maybe even onward, um, that maybe one had something to do with all of their creation. And somebody, somebody told me that, I don't know if this is true. I don't remember. I heard this from a friend. I don't know where they got this from that maybe when Papa had one, that maybe mm-hmm. he took some of one's blood and then put that into all the pregnant women who to were, to... who were all the pregnant women who had all those kids two through 11. Yeah. And do all of the kids have some of Vecna's blood that was put into the pregnant mothers. Mm. And is he technically maybe the father of all of those kids, but mm. none of them would be alive except for 11 now. 11. Um, yeah. So we would, Oh, and the one that ran away, I guess. I, I think about her all the time too. I'm like, which, which one was she? Yeah. 12. <laughs> Yeah, I don't she know. must have been. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So, what were your thoughts? Oh, final thoughts. Um, I mean, I'm always on the edge of my seat when I'm watching this show, and I think a lot of it is because of the nostalgia. But I do have to say, like, it, it did bother me with how some things felt predictable, some things like with Robin's little foreshadowing comment that was just way too on the nose. Um, I was annoyed with the fact too that it's like Nancy and Jonathan are having this little side drama, and they never address it at the end they they, they like fake address it and they smooth it over like everything's fine but i'm like you guys are just yeah putting a rug over the elephant right um i don't know i think that uh, there were things that were annoying like that you know or like there was to me a big plot hole was okay eddie dies because of the bats um they shoot then nancy steven robin shoot back out the window but then how do those Nancy, Steven, Robin make it back to the trailer to go back through the portal. How did how did they go from being in the upside down? Like, do they have to go through a gate to get back to the real world? They don't right. really explain that. They don't, and then yeah. and then did they have to fight off the bats when they were making it back? You know, they don't show the scene of them having to retreat back to the real world. And how did they do that? And yeah. I also think, yeah, just killing Eddie just kind of felt a little unnecessary to me. And um, I mean, it's funny because I can critique this show on a lot of things, and yet I still love it. I'm not a hater. I, I still yeah. love it. I still love the kids. Um, but yes, there was some things that were annoying. There's some things that they figured out a little too easily. The Russian storyline I thought was meh. Um, I'm actually at this point, I think I'm really ready for season five. I know it's going to be sad that it's over, but I'm ready. It's necessary. It's necessary. I'm ready yeah. for it to be done. I, I'm, I can't take any more monsters and twists. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, to, uh, a, B, and C plots are fine. Mm-hmm. But I think when they have their own subplots, I think that's where you start to lose me personally. Um, I love this season. I thought it was great. I think mm-hmm. it's hard to like, it, I, I feel like at some point like, it feels like I'm nitpicking. I, I, at the same time, I feel like nothing is perfect. Almost nothing is perfect, and that's that's okay. Like like it's okay to cr- critique something based on your preference or whatever. So I enjoyed this season a, a ton. I thought Volume Two was unnecessary. I would have just mm. rather them break up those episodes as needed because it just felt like I watched one four hour block episode. And my brain yes. just couldn't disassociate like the different, the different uh, breaks. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, well, the, the way they released it was weird. It's like Volume One came out, and then only about two weeks later came Volume Two. And I'm like, what? What, yeah. uh, what was the point of that? Yeah, I don't what know. was the point of that? Indeed. So I don't love that release method, uh, but I did. I did enjoy the season as a whole. I highly recommend it. 
Um, if you have not watched the season yet, well, first of all, you spoiled it for yourself. But yes. <laughs> if you made it to this point, you don't even need to watch it. Don't even need to watch it. You already spoiled it. But let us know if you guys enjoyed this season. Let us know if you uh, cannot wait for season five. Let us know your theories. Let us know if you think we're crazy. Kate, I was going to tell you one of the things that you did guess correctly is that you felt like the kids were too cocky in the first half. And you were like, it's not going to end the way they think it's going to end. And you called it, right? You nailed it right in the head. So, um, you know, let us know your theories, guys. We love hearing them. Um, But yeah. Let us know if you think pineapple on pizza is okay. Because Argyle. No, that is a no. That was. Oh, it's a yes. It's a yes. That's a. Let us know if you think Kate is nuts or insane. Uh, Are you team Argyle, a.k.a. team Hawaiian pizza? No. That's my, I'm on that side. Oh. I think I'm, I'm right. That's yeah. my hot take. That's what yeah. I want to hear from the fans. Let us know what you what you think of Hawaiian pizza. Oh my God. I can't believe this Kate. Um, yes. Let us know if Kate is crazy at any one of our social media sites. Uh, the bandwagon, fo- uh, the bandwagon fan podcast, man. I hate saying that. What a tongue twister. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, kick, MySpace. Anywhere, anywhere you want. Anywhere. LinkedIn for some reason. Uh, oh, yeah. you can. You can find us on okay, LinkedIn. Perfect. Yeah. So hit us up on any of our platforms. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bandwagon Fan Podcast is hosted by Josh Jimenez, Alex Mogosa, and me, AJ Soy. Our show is produced by Kate Smith and edited by your boy, AJ. Our social media is managed by Natalia Kokulia, and our theme song, Lush Waves, is provided to us by Taylor Lewin of Underscore Audio. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.